Last orders at the bar, please. Welcome to Tavern Tales. These are the adventures of The Rookies, a curated actual play of the tabletop role-playing game Masks, a new generation from Magpie Publishing. Previously on Tavern Tales, it's been a hot minute since Firestarter was defeated, but the group themselves have a few things of their own to sort out, namely leaving Solarian to be captured by the General. Come sit down and drink with the enemy, raise a glass and toast to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So come sit down and laugh with the enemy, raise a glass and sing to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So I'm Vern Tales, and we're counting down the hits of the superhero group known at the time as the Rookies. We catch up with our heroes after the defeat of the villain Firestarter. People on the street cheering and applauding the successes of the team for probably the first time ever. But the team themselves definitely had some things to discuss and problems of their own to hash out. And so we open our cover of this comic book here, this episode, this session, and it is again a series of variant covers. And all of these ones feature both Solarian and Bo on the cover. Um, so why doesn't everyone describe, introduce themselves and describe the variants, and then I'll describe the main uh, released issue. So this is Allison, and I play... George the Purple Haze Grady, who is a speedster, if you forgot, if it's your first time listening. This cover is in... A well, t- well, if this sorry. is your first time listening, stop. Go, go back, back. Listen yeah. to the start of this. It's not that long ago. I don't know. Maybe people just forgot who George is, but that's okay. So this cover is in your typical late 80s, 90s kind of a background, like the weird squiggly shapes we remember it covered. I'm thinking in living color, right? So it's got the weird squiggly bright colors all over. And you have Solarian and Adora dressed in kind of late 80s baggy clothes. And they're back to back, kind of like in a buddy cop position. Like their arms are crossed back to back, but they're smiling. But it's like not like a big smile, but just like a small grin. And they're kind of leaning on each other. So you're not really sure. Are they buddies? Are they not buddies? Like there's some conflict, but maybe not conflict. But yeah, typical buddy cop pose. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this. All okay, right. Good. Hello, I'm Marie Claire. I play Adora, who is also known as Bo. And on the cover, this was a rare opportunity for the artist that invented the Spider-Man death of Gwen Stacy. And so this artist, I don't know who that was. I will Google it. I'm sorry. But what happened is on the cover is Solarian floating and there's like kind of like cosmic energy off of him. He's holding a dead Adora. <gasps> yeah. But who knows if that has anything to do with it, what's inside the comic. It was like all shock value. Mm. It got me. <laughs> 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 <Jeez>. <laughs> 
Jeez. It worked. I'm not a very good actor, if anyone could tell. <laughs> On that note, I'm Paige, and I play X-Pay, or Experiment 742. And on this cover, we see Solarian floating above a beautiful lake at sunset, his chiseled abs glowing in the moonlight, because it's you no know, sunset, but the moon's already there, so you see the moonlight. And he has long flowing hair that we've never seen before, and it's wow. blowing in the wind, and his arm is held out, and he has Adora leaned in over his arm. And she's looking up at his eyes. And it is the most romantic cover you've probably ever seen. Like from a smutty romance oh, yeah. novel. Yeah. Damn it, yeah. Paige. That was mine. <laughs> but just <laughs> on the inverse. So, <laughs> yes, yes. My name is Chelsea. I play Terry the Chase, Della Vega. And much like Paige, like a typical Harlequin romance kind of cover, there's roses on the edges of the cover going in. Except in this one, Bo is dipping Solarian. Solarian is kind of like half floating, half like leaned back. And then you just see Bo's hand along, like along his cheek, stroking <laughs> his cheek. So, and then if you look and you flip it over on the other side, you see the rest of the crew just peeking around a tree. <gasps> I like that. Oh, so they're outdoors. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Moonlight, sunlight? Sunlight. The inverse. Yeah. I love it. This is Aaron, also known as Solarian. You don't hear from me very often, but I am here. <laughs> so this cover, it's a tragedy cover. So Solarian has in his right hand a crushed bouquet of flowers that say to, to Adora, and you can see him walking towards Adora, but Adora is holding hands with another man. Whoa. And gasp. She's like all super happy and stuff, and he's got like a distressed look on his face. <laughs> Solarian has a distressed look? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. just like a defeated, crushed look. Is the other man just a shadow? Yes. Okay. And the flowers, you can see that they're like kind of like ashy and cindery because he's like igniting the flowers. <gasps> like them up. So cool. I like all of these. These are <laughs> that great. That is awesome. The main comic book, the principal one that most people got, because these ones you have all described are all variant covers and limited run capacities. Goddamn Spider-Man killer. Higher value comics. So only true collectors would have gotten all six of these comics. But the main one is actually back at the base. And it is actually, remember the big couch in front of the TV? So we're, we're, our angle is kind of we're the TV looking out at them. And we have Solarian and Bo on opposite sides of the couch and there's this massive gulf between them and in the background you can see x-pay talking to jeb george has his hand in a giant costco sized bag of chips oh yeah he's got crumbs all down his chest and terry chase is in the background practicing with a new sword like a saber sort of sword as opposed to the foil of zoro so that's what we see there as we uh, flip open the cover of the comic book. It is exactly the same image as on the cover. There is just now dialogue on each character speaking. And we see George saying, These chips are making me thirsty. <laughs> what is that? Because <laughs> his mouth is full of chips. I'm not good at doing that. That's a quote. But George doesn't get it because George has never heard that. 
<laughs> he just says it genuinely. Right. He's like, I need a drink. Terry says to himself, I'll get you, Alejandra. Cool. So facing off in your mind against Alejandra. I like that. Yeah. X-Pay says to Jeb, Here's the electronic thing you required. And then Salarian and Bo both say something to themselves. Why is he being so weird? Why am I amongst the people who abandoned me? <laughs> Fair. You're here, though, nonetheless. Figure that out. <laughs> I'm going to add two teams to the pool. We're at the start of an entire new run here. You all also received, because this game is coming out after the Christmas episode, so you all have your a new advancement as well that you've chosen. And so for those following along at home, what advancement did you take? George took the advancements of rearrange your labels as you choose and add one to your label. So I mostly just wanted to add more to my savior because I feel like he's been adding more to that. I think it fit his character. So I added to that, but I didn't shift any other labels because I liked the way they were. Okay. So your savior is now plus three? Yeah. Cool. Maxed out. I unlocked my moment of truth, which at any point I can use it. And I read my moment of truth out loud when I do. And it basically just allows me to let loose all my pent up strength and rage and glee. And you break whatever stands in your way. You are a walking demolition crew. What can stand up to you? Nothing. Not buildings, not structures, not enemies, nothing. Of course, now the people who changed you know exactly where to find you. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yeah. That'll happen at some point. Love it. What did you take there, Paige? I chose Get Burn and Three Flares from the Nova's Playbook. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Interesting choice. You're so OP. XP, not OP. <laughs> we should rename you Ope. <laughs> Ope. <laughs> Ope. <laughs> and then? Oh, oh uh, what did you take for Flares? So the one I have decided on is Elemental Awareness. Ooh. Cool. I took a move from another playbook. I took it from the Janus playbook called Game Face. When you commit yourself to save someone or defeat a terrible enemy, mark a condition and take plus one on going to all roles in direct pursuit of that goal. At the end of any scene in which you don't make any progress towards that goal, mark a condition. When you fulfill a goal, mark potential. Do you have to say, oh my God, every time you <laughs> use something from the Janus playbook? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just like he said, Janice. Oh, I'm like, we don't want a Janice. 100%. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Chandler. No. 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 <laughs> I'm going to unlock three new flares. Cool. Wow. Exploding. A lot of flares going on here. How many advancements have you taken there now, Allison? You only have two advancements total? Yeah. That's what I was like. I'm having Ever? Yeah. Because I'm not good at potential. I don't roll enough. So you... I'm trying to roll more. And do more things. Make That's big choices. What I'm going to say is you succeed. Is what I'm it is. really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Which never happens to me in dice ever, except in this game. Anyway, Jeb says, Howdy! And takes the electronics, the hard drive from you, and goes over and plugs it into a machine. His howdy was excellent. I will be right back, and we will delve into this together. Meanwhile, on the couch, Adora takes her foot shoeless it's just a sock right and pushes it across the couch to like shove solarian just ever so gently and asks the question what's up with you solarian glances down at the foot and we're, are we watching tv it's not on and we're watching a black screen okay so he glances down at the foot and then he does like david putty does in seinfeld just stares forward on the plane <laughs> doesn't say a word gonna attempt to pierce the mask and ask the question, 
You okay, s- so there are three panels of the two of them sitting there with ha- only movement in the background happening, showing that time is passing. Yeah. And they're not talking to each other because that was the delay we just got in the real <laughs> world as Marie Claire's character tries to figure out how to pierce the mask. So while you think about what you're going to say in that panel, we see Terry in the middle of doing a spinny sword move and he's not used to sabers, so it slips and it gashes his hand and he's like, shit! George is rummaging through the fridge looking for something good to drink. All right. So, so like sodas and stuff. George drinks an entire two liter bottle of or four two liter bottles of soda. So yes. sounds perfect. And has like the biggest belch ever. Perfect. Yeah. At the same time as Terry's crying out, right? Because yeah. that's when the, the panel's happening. And in the very back, we have X-Pay and Jeb excitedly looking at data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Cool. Excellent. These three panels, most of the entire page go by from the poke and adora says do you think that i have mind reading abilities no i do not think this (laughs) based on what i've seen i do not think this is that what you say or do you still say nothing i still say nothing oh oh i wanted you to well i was asking you in character i'm sorry sorry. all right so in character And I even said, in character, in character Adora said says, that. do you think I have mind reading abilities? No. How would I understand what has happened that you're so upset right now? You don't remember what happened? I have a remembrance of what happened. Enlighten me. Sass. I believe that you saved us and you being Solarian are so amazing that there is no doubt that you would have been fine after. Let me see if I understand this correctly. You shower me with praise and amazement and wonder and awe, yet everyone in this room, save for Jeb, abandoned me, and I show up in a facility with you for nowhere to be found. Still not a mind reader. You've gotten him talking. Roll to pierce the mask. Yeah, get him. I'm going to use listener, (laughs) too. I don't know what that means. So you're rolling plus mundane. Yeah, so I got an eight. Okay. I believe you need to ask some questions. I'm going to ask, what do you want me to do? But I can always let them ask me a question and I get an additional question even on a miss. Oh, neat. So they get to ask one of those questions of you? It doesn't have to be on the list. It can just be us talking. In Adora's dream fantasy, do you love me? No. (laughs) I don't know that they're there yet. No. We haven't even gone on a date, and he's about to go on a date with Alejandra. Oh, I forgot it's not, about that. It's not good. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, I gotta do that. Crap. <laughs> it has to specifically be my love or my rival, though. That's, I mean, part of the... Oh, we're rivals now. No, that's not true. I love this. All right, ask your first question. What do you want me to do? I want the bull to explain why the group saw it necessary to leave me there after the fight ended. Okay, great. Do you want to ask a question of Adora through Adora's mask, behind the mask, true answers only sort of thing here. Doesn't have to be on that list. Could be any question. Where do babies come from? <laughs> I create them. Obviously. Right, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> my son. Wait, he's got a son? What the frick? Spoilers. Dad? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I got a question. All right. What are Adora's true feelings towards me? <gasps> oh, it's about to get juicy. <laughs> Adora loves Solarian, but also views him as 
something that is other and undamageable to the extent that if she were to doubt him, it would be actually more hurtful. You can't break him. That's the old. That's why you love him. <gasps> yeah, they're and- such a good pair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I ship them so but hard. She's, she's flipped between Crystal and Lizzie, right? Crystal was her rival. And then I think that she realized, like, I could never break Crystal. Oh. But she got dissolved by that monster. Well, she couldn't break Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Now so you can't break Solarian. It's very much caught up in the idea, like, if I have so little faith in you, isn't that worse than me trying to protect myself so you don't come back to a dead me? All right. That's, I like, I like yeah. your, the depth of your thoughts. Do you have any other questions for Solarian? Yeah. <laughs> you one more because you've answered his. What can Adora do to make it better? Oh, At this moment, nothing. Oh, no. <gasps> that's not a good answer <laughs> that's the answer we don't like it there's nothing that can be done not right now what what is it down the road we gotta get down the road first <laughs> because we're, we're te- this teenage we're, okay, angst right remember this is out of game yeah right this question is between the players and it is detailed so there has to be something that can be done and that that's why this role has been done to pierce the mask to understand and then we'll role play out these things and if it takes time then at least adora knows that it's just going to take time okay i'll forgive you you don't have to do anything it's just going to take time for me to get over the hurt that's an answer and then technically nothing (laughs) because it's time but there's some strenuous over-the-top act of love and worship and dedication to you that needs to happen and that's going to take time to build up that's a viable option too so what is the out of game thing that solarian will need to have this be made better so solarian is going to need adora to show him that all these quote-unquote feelings that she has for him are actually genuine oh damn (laughs) so if you love solarian so much prove to him that it's not just a passing fancy and that there's actually something there because right now your boy doesn't think that there's anything there it's just Aww. it's just words you gotta write a words and empty chip bags <laughs> all right all right in character there's been a moment betwixt the two so it's of like you. A, i understand this and fundamentally or how does it play out a little bit i think it plays out in conversation okay um but that's neither here nor he, there he he commented oh you're just flattering me okay i'll take that from there (sighs) solarian can i ask you a genuine question what would hurt more that i have so little faith in you that you would be okay and denial of your power and who you genuinely are or take care of myself so that i can come back to you oh deep i need some popcorn way to play to his like (laughs) god ego god damn <laughs> legit need some popcorn right that's, now. That's the good shit. <laughs> Your well-being is important to obviously everyone here, including myself. However, being left alone in a strange place at someone of my tender age of four thousand <laughs> is quite unnerving. Do you know what it's like to be alone in the darkness of space with no sound, no stars to brighten your way? It's got to be very scary. Exactly how I felt when I awoke with no one there, being taken away in some sort of flying machine. I believe you called them helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) Then to be flown to a facility 
connected to Leeds, meeting future George and seeing you fighting a man on fire. So you can understand my disappointment when I see my, and he puts in air quotes, friends. Oh, he's going to be very difficult in this. (laughs) I will not make excuses for abandoning you in the dark. I can just tell you what it was from my own perspective, that there was nothing I could do because I cannot mind read or join you where you were. I also didn't know where you were, but I had faith in you, like I always do. Xpay did text you to ask you if you were okay. Because <laughs> my phone was broken. And we did try to find you when whoever appeared, I guess it was the general. And if you want me to go and kill George so we no longer have to deal with him ever again, I totally will. Whoa. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. You look over and George is helping bandage Terry's arm. There's blood everywhere and spilled chips all over the floor. (laughs) Maybe it would be just easier this way. He's obviously lying to you. And what proof do you have that he is deceiving me? George was there and that's not what happened. Hmm. He strokes his chin and little flecks of stars come off of it. Yeah, his acne. Ooh, they're all (laughs) popping. (laughs) He has uh, really not a cute darn acne. He has galacne. Galacne. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you're saying that future George was there and lying to me. For what purpose could he possibly want to turn you against me? For what purpose did you all have of leaving me there? We didn't know you were there. I'm always there. (laughs) (laughs) Howdy! This will take some time for me to recover. It will give me a lot to think about as I prepare for my date with Alejandra. And then he just walks off. Just floats away. Ouch. I feel like you are provoking. Yeah, yeah. That's I, a little provocative. Provocative. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not really trying to get them to do something. So just to feel. Roll bad. to take a powerful blow. <gasps> powerful emotional blow. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like psychic damage. I got a five, but I have to take it plus condition, so I've got a six. A six is a success. You get per mark potential. I stay strong. How do I react? I already knew you were going on the date with Alejandra. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. They both walk off the set like the couch is empty now. Howdy. Yes, that's so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Howdy. Well, don't you just turn it on and off again, and then maybe it'll work. Howdy. (laughs) You going to go and try and turn me off? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, there's a button. Howdy. And it turns on and information starts flowing across the screen. Perfect. Yes. It is a giant list of names. Is that the list we need to write down? No. God, no. That would be ridiculous. You have to write down the name of Ralph and Jim and Peter. Hold and on. That's Anthony too fast. And Nathaniel. <laughs> this is so much good podcasting fun. Okay. You know, there's a list of names. Jeb and XPay are working through it because they would have definitely had through the 10 minute conversation there. They couldn't figure out how to turn it on. Like, no, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Jeb solves the whole the hard drive, right? You go to your caretaker and you get them to resolve something for you. That is a move that you get to take. Yep. When you approach your creator or caretakers with a problem, they'll offer you something you need. GM chooses one. If they accept or if you accept their help, they'll rewrite one of your lessons. He's giving you information secret information there's a list of people he has managed to show that all of these people are linked together 
There is a list of campers that are being tracked. On that list is Elizabeth, Crystal, Sean, Adora, you know, the group, and the guy who can turn invisible that no one likes, Joe, the five of them, plus several others. Some of these names are crossed off, like Lizzie, like Crystal. Sean is not. There are several other names on the list. Some of them are crossed off too, or lined or blacked out or redacted or whatever, but he's able to resolve that. So he then tracks that down and tells you that initially there were regular street kids that had been found and brought to Camp Orgoff the books from a very young age. These kids, things were done to them and they all developed superpowers or died. And those that were lucky enough families were found for them one thing that he does explain though from these records that you found superpowers are a byproduct of the experimentation not the intended con not the intended part of it there are unintended consequences oh what <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> and adora's name is on this list that you and jeb find This information is not all of it, though, because you've decided to come with him for secret information. Jeb tells you that all of the experiments that were done by Camp Org off the books to the campers at Camp Org off the books are the progenitor activities of the perfect child. Because finding the right kids was an onerous, lengthy process that was very costly, and it was much easier to just make the kids. I'm like your older sister. So, this is what you describe with Jeb, and then he rewrites one of your lessons. You got to embody these more often so that we can um I mean, or I kind of do. I just forget that I do. Exactly. What's your a superhero should? Always protect those who are weaker. We're going to rewrite that. A superhero should always save the day. That's different. Or just save the day. A, sh- a superhero should save the day. Your lesson has been rewritten. He's helped you. Do you have any follow-up questions? For Jeb, based on this information that only you know. Does it show the names of the families where these kids were placed? Yeah. There's details that list to how these kids were placed to these families. And does it talk about Adora's? Yeah. I'm going to share that with her. Howdy. Thanks, Jeb. <laughs> All right. You turn around and uh, there's no one in the room. Because <laughs> Salarian is buggered off somewhere. Adora has gone somewhere and... Terry and George are in the first aid area, which you don't see them at the moment, so we can flash to them. What conditions do you currently have, Terry and George? I have no conditions. Nice. Oh, I'm angry. So that's not going to be great. (laughs) Ow, George, that's too tight. Just stand still. Just hold still. I got this. It's obvious he doesn't have this. I feel like I'm bleeding more. But you can see George is angry. Why? Ow! Don't take your anger out on me. I'm hurt. Why are you angry? And I just throw your arm back and you fix yourself then. What the heck, dude? Just trying to help. Throws it a little bit too hard and I kind of fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I pick you up. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to hurt him. I'm just mad. Is that the way we want to go? Are you going to lash out at your friend and hurt them? No. Because I'll gladly have them roll to take a powerful blow. Or the friend could have rolled to comfort or support their friend. Sorry. But it definitely yeah. did not seem to be the case of it. And you've all role played this out. So nope. you know what? Go ahead. Roll to take a powerful blow from George. That arm. That I mean, was... you kind of asked for it. You said you fell down. You said you threw shit at him. So. It's on a hand. 
What just happened? You're you're throwing throwing hands already. Apparently, (laughs) these two are not happy with each other. I cut my hand open. He was taping it up with a bunch of duct tape. It was making it worse. And I told him he was making it worse and it was hurting. And then he threw my own arm back at me and it knocked me over. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's just, he's fast and that equates strength. Ah, fuck. Wow. (laughs) That that arm is gone now. (laughs) I didn't need that arm anyways. You rolled rolled a 10. I rolled a 10. You currently have any conditions. I was hoping for potential here, but hey, whatever. You've got lots of potential. So what are you going to choose here? You lose yourself control of yourself in some terrible way? Are you going to take two options from the seven and nine list? Or are you going to remove yourself from the situation? Pass out. Oh, my God. (laughs) You pass out. (laughs) You get knocked, knocked out with your own arm. <laughs> so you can choose two of the the ones below. So you could struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. You could give ground and give George an opportunity, or you could lash out ver- and lash out verbally at uh, George for I... speedily punching you with your own fist in the face. <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Pretty much seems like what happened. Oh, this is awkward. Damn it. Okay, cool. I'm going to struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Yeah. And give ground. Your opposition gets an opportunity. Okay. What conditions are you marking that might help tell George what to do now that, uh, George, you're still angry, by the way. Oh, that didn't get rid of it? Why would that get rid of it? The scene's not over. I hurt someone. You only get to do that when the scene is over. You can hurt them more, though. Oh, goody. (laughs) Terry has given you the perfect opportunity to continue to punch himself in the face with his own fist. (laughs) I'm going to be afraid. Sure. Yeah, of course. And of George. Of George. Yeah. yeah. And then I am also going to be insecure because I feel like that was barely anything and I just fell over. So yeah. I'm like, I'm weak. I'm weak. What happens with the opportunity thing? I don't think what I've do you been want given it to that. Do? I don't think George wants to continue hurting him. Why not? Did you really do anything? No. To, like I barely right? touched him. And now him. he's afraid and insecure of you. Yeah. Don't you give him reason to be afraid and insecure of you? <laughs> Oh, this is escalating. Because <laughs> we're on the same team. Are you? George thinks so. He's now afraid and insecure of you while you were trying to help. Yeah. And you're angry. And I'm angry. I think George is not going to hurt Terry, but he's going to punch whatever like cabinet the first aid kit was in out of anger and frustration and repeats again like, can't do anything right. And I can't even help anyone and he's gonna storm off but like the cabinet is like right by his face so it kind of adds to the fear so like punches beside his face does that make sense like bot past his head so you probably oh, feel like the in wind. the movies roll to directly yeah. engage a threat the cabinet okay. <laughs> take this oh, you cabinet it's not about the cabinet you're making it about the cabinet but it's not it's right beside my head terry's head you're not punching terry but you're demonstrating to terry what you could do yeah so roll Oh, there we go. Jeez. Now you've rolled plus danger, right? Yeah. And I have negative to danger. So that's two. (laughs) I think it might have to go up after this, though. All right. You failed. Yeah. So mark potential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And on a failure, you're going to take a powerful blow. So roll to take a powerful blow. Come on. Roll like crap again. Nope. Six is plus conditions. Seven. So So seven is enough to take uh, to choose one of those ones below. Okay. I think... He's going to mark two conditions. Wow. Okay, cool. Cinematically, George angrily looks like he's about to punch you in the face. In the last second, George punches a filing cabinet, causing him to... What conditions do you take? I'm going to be guilty. Mm-hmm. 
and also afraid of himself because right, he's losing. You don't control. have to define okay, the afraid. Sorry. Like it's nice yeah. to have it there because yeah. he's definitely losing control. Yeah, and he punches a filing cabinet and hurts his hand really badly. Now he's a look of shock overcomes his face. He storms out of there. And now you have two conditions as well, Terry. So great first aid room there experience you've got going on. <laughs> X-Pay, you walk past the first aid room and it does not seem like a good place to go in at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But you've at least found two of your colleagues. concludes this episode of Tavern Tales. A Curated Masks, a new generation game set in the superhero teenage world of Halcyon City. Our intro and outro music is the song Tavern Tales by the Bad Billy Band. You can find out more about the Bad Billy Band on iTunes or at www.badbillyband.com or follow them on Twitter at Bad Billy Band. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or find us on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. We'll be back next week with more of the adventure.